Music with a message on KFUO, the messenger of good news. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on to talk a little more about God's Word. Now, this week, uh, and to remind our listeners, if you're listening to our podcast and you're missing a week, that's okay. I was on vacation, so uh, there is a skip there in a week. But during the past two weeks, I guess I should say, we were reading Psalm 48 through 82. And also, Matt, as we get into this, uh, remind us of the different types of psalms. You talked about that in one of our conversations, that they were there were some different types of psalms. Yeah, I think there's different categories of psalms that we should keep in mind as we read through the book of Psalms. I think sometimes as we read through the psalms, it can be kind of dizzying. Uh, each one sounds a little different. Uh, each one has a different voice to it. And many of them are written by different authors. Now, David wrote many of them, but uh, there's certainly different writers as well, all by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So I think to help give us a framework as we read through the book of Psalms, I think it's helpful to keep in mind that there's wisdom psalms, for instance. Uh, There's also messianic psalms, or you might call them royal psalms, that are ultimately pointing us ahead to Jesus Christ, the Messiah. There's different laments. There's individual laments where there's an individual person crying out to God, or sometimes it's the community crying out to God, uh, the community of Israel crying out to God for help and to be heard. There's also the imprecatory psalms, uh, psalms that are really calling upon God's judgment, even destruction upon enemies of Israel, upon those who are godless, those who are without the Lord. Then there's psalms of praise, uh, quite a few of those, uh, individual psalms of praise and psalms and hymns of praise for the community as well. There's different psalms of trust. Uh, last time we uh, we were with our listeners, we talked about Psalm 23 in particular, that psalm of trust, that shepherd psalm. We also have uh, different psalms of creation that talk about the creation and how the Lord is Lord of creation. And then there's psalms of Zion, psalms that speak about Zion, about Jerusalem, about um, the temple in particular. Uh, that place where God's glory dwells. And then there's liturgical psalms, psalms that were used for different uh, types of worship, psalms of ascent, uh, psalms that were used for the, the, the different festivals there at the temple. And so I think when we have those in mind, Gary, we have just a, a better framework to look at those psalms. So we can read a particular psalm and say, okay, what am I reading here? Uh, what's the main point? What category might this fall into? And I think it just gives us sort of a richer understanding as we read through this book of psalms. Okay, now we read 48, chapter 48 through 82. What are we highlighting this week? Yeah, the one thing I really wanted to pick up on, Gary, is just the uh, uniqueness in some of these psalms in this section that tell us specifically why they were written or when they were written. Uh, Some of the psalms, while David is fleeing Absalom, his own son, who was trying to take over the kingdom, uh, some of the psalms uh, written, they talk about uh, for the choir master, and they're written in to be used in praise and at the temple in particular. Um, And I think that's always interesting when you have that little subscript under usually the the chapter number, the psalm number, right before the first verse, it might give you a little hint as to why the psalm was written. But the one psalm I really wanted to focus on today was Psalm 51, because in some ways that's the psalm that 
gets most specific about why it was written. And it happens to be a part of our reading for this past week. So Psalm 51, Gary, it, it starts off by saying, To the choir master, a psalm of David, when Nathan the prophet went to him, after he had gone into Bathsheba. So we know the context in which this was written. So we remember that whole account where uh, David sins against the Lord in multiple ways. Sort of make a long story short, he lusts after Bathsheba, another man's wife, Uriah's wife. Uh, he ends up sleeping with her. She ends up conceiving as a result of that uh, sexual relationship. And to cover it up, he has Bathsheba's husband Uriah killed, basically. He, he murders him uh, by sending him out in battle, sort of a suicide mission without uh, Uriah knowing it. And then David takes Bathsheba in as his own wife. And it seems like he got away with it. It seems like he's scot-free. No one knows about it, but the Lord knows about that. He knows about the sin. And so the Lord sends uh, the prophet Nathan to go and to speak to David and to point out that sin. Uh, he tells this parable, uh, probably the most famous parable in the Old Testament, about uh, this, uh, this rich man and this poor man. When a visitor comes to the poor man, or excuse me, the rich man, the rich man doesn't want to use one of his own sheep to feed the uh, visitor, but instead he takes the precious sheep, the only sheep, away from the poor man and uses that to feed the visitor. Uh, David, when he hears this story, he's furious. He's like, this, uh, this, this man needs to be punished. Uh, and then Nathan says those words, you are the man. And so this parable was sort of a picture of what David had done with um, Bathsheba, stealing her away from her husband, Uriah. David repents of his sin immediately, really. And then Nathan declares words of absolution. He says to David, the Lord has taken away your sin. And yet some of our listeners might remember that there's still consequences uh, David's son ends up dying. That's that child conceived uh, by that relationship with Bathsheba. But, but coming back to Psalm 51 then, Gary, um, that, that's why it's so interesting because it says this was written by David when Nathan the prophet went to him and confronted him about Bathsheba. So when we read this psalm then, I think it just gives us a much, much richer, deeper, fuller meaning for this psalm when we know the context in which it was written. So I'll just read a, a few verses of the psalm here. Uh, verses 1 and 2. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. I mean, you see, David... Uh, crying out to God here and, and just appealing to God's steadfast love, his mercy to forgive him. You know, David knows just how great his sin has been. And then verses 9 and following, just share a few of those. Uh, and these might even sound familiar to our listeners as well. David says, hide not your face from me, blot out all my iniquities, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. So again, crying out to God for a clean heart, to not be abandoned, for joy to be restored. Again, we, we can picture David crying that out uh, after uh, Nathan confronts him with that word of law. And then too, we, it might be familiar to our listeners because that's part of our worship service oftentimes. It's part of the offertory where we sing, create in me a clean heart, O Lord. Uh, so having heard God's word, 
in the sermon and in our scripture readings, uh, what follows soon after is the offertory. So after we have heard God's word, we say the same thing David said, create in me a clean heart, O Lord, renew a right spirit within me. And just as God heard David's prayer and did that for him, so also God does that uh, for each one of us too. Uh, yeah, so Gary, I think for our listeners, pay attention to those categories of the Psalms as you read through, but also pay attention to me looking for those subscripts to describe the context in which those Psalms were written. It's a chance for greater Bible study. It's a chance for an opportunity to really better understand uh, God's word as well. Okay, would you like to, as we conclude this segment, lead us in a prayer, Matt? I'd be happy to, Gary. We'll just, uh, again, use those words of Psalm 51 that are written to God. And we pray, Lord, those same uh, words of David that he prayed. Uh, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. We pray this for the sake of Jesus Christ, who's David's Savior and our Savior too. Amen. Amen. And what's our reading for next week? Glad you asked, Gary. So we invite our, our listeners to follow along. We're going to read through uh, Psalm 83 through Psalm 118. Psalm 83 through 118. Thanks so much, Matt, for being on the program today. Yeah, thank you, Gary. We are the Messenger of Good News. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO Radio. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and of course our talk programs, including this segment, available wherever you get your podcast. Just search out KFUO Radio.